Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Reality TV and Me. I'm your host Kirsty, and this week I have a friend covering the show with me and um, feels like we've known each other for a very long time and yet this is the first time I've heard her voice. <laughs> welcome, Elisa Rosen Hello. of Reality of Reality. <laughs> reality Hello, of Reality. Yeah, whatever. It's all reality now. <laughs> so happy to finally be connecting formally. I listen to you on every podcast. I totally feel the same like I know you already. So this is awesome that we're finally, I feel like it's like we're at all the same weddings, but we've never like gotten married. So this is exciting. <laughs> it's so true. I get, and once you've listened to somebody's voice on a podcast, you feel like they're your buddy. It's kind of like the housewives. I watch them and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's Ramona, my gal, you know, drinking her Pinot Grigio. I just feel like I know them and they're my best friends. And that's kind of how I feel in the podcast world right now, except that I'm in Australia and you guys are halfway across the world. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, the funny thing is, so I listen to most of my podcasts when I'm either like cleaning the kitchen or walking my dog. But whenever I hear you on the podcast, I love accents. So I'll like repeat a word that you say out loud. <laughs> like probably people feel, like schizophrenic because I'm walking in the neighborhood going, well, they're like saying, like, I love <laughs> the way you say certain words. So I just like repeat it out loud like a crazy person. So like that's all I'm doing is just saying random words. So I'm that's sure it so sounds funny. insane. I listened yeah. to this podcast called My Dad Wrote a Porno. Um, it's I heard hilarious. it's hilarious. It's so good. And they're in like their fourth or I think it must be the fifth season now and I'm addicted to it. But I, I do the same. I, I just, when I'm walking, um, I just start cracking up laughing. And it's even weirder <laughs> when you try not to. You try and hold back your mm-hmm. smile and then you just like, <laughs> you make these weird <laughs> noises. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dying. That's hilarious. So that's, I can relate is what I'm trying to say, I guess. Yes, that's hilarious. So you uh, have your own podcast called Reality of I Reality. Do. And can you just give our listeners a little bit of the background of what you cover on that show? Yeah, sure. So the original conceit, uh, which still holds true, but I've expanded it, is that I interview heavy hitters in the unscripted content world. So it can be anybody from, you know, a producer of Housewives to a director of a Netflix documentary to an agent or a lawyer or a reality star. I've had on a lot of the Housewives, which is always super fun. But um, that was when I was doing it biweekly. And then in the last few months, I've expanded it. I joined the network Taste of Reality, where our friend Aaron Martin is as well. Mm-hmm. And I've expanded it to once a week. So um, it's given me a lot more freedom, which I love to kind of cover authors and just chatting with people like you about Housewives and just kind of like, you know, we did yes. when Kelly Clarkson's talk show came out. I talked with um, my friend who's an exec at TLC about Kelly Clarkson because he loves her. And so it's been a lot of fun just being able to kind of have that freedom to just do anything in the unscripted world. It doesn't have to be like strictly about you and your career, which is what I kind of started off at. So I'm loving it. It's so much fun. And I would love uh, for everyone listening to subscribe. Oh, my God. I just you sold me at Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I just had this memory flashing back to high school, like year 12. So that's our final year. And just breaking up with my high school boyfriend and someone put on Sancio Bingan at a party and like screaming at the top of my lungs and you know, <laughs> just feeling all my angsty feelings. Yeah, 
Actually, that's a liberation song, baby. It's the best. <laughs> so good. Okay, so you've just informed me how actually very young you are. So, oh, look, lucky you. My my <laughs> age um, and my the way my body feels do not align. I am an eighty five year old woman. I mean, I've talked before on the podcast about taking bladder pills. I mean, I have oh, gosh, to I love it. watch my blood pressure. Like it's an issue. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry all right all right i won't say anything else i'm starting to feel bad <laughs> i'm an elder no i'm pitying you yeah no you mm-hmm. know what i i need it i deserve it <laughs> you deserve it damn it you work hard oh lord today i um just before i started talking to you i had to take my cat to the vet so i do fo- this is another thing i'm an 85 year old woman with uh foster cats <laughs> that are very sickly and i oh. I, this cat is so insane. I'm literally going to have to be one of these people that walks their cat on a leash because Stop. he keeps trying to escape. He watches me use the door handle. He spent wow. the entire day yesterday jumping to try and reach it and open the door. And he just wants to go outside so bad. So I'm going to have to be <laughs> the epitome of a crazy cat lady walking my freaking cat <laughs> on a string. I, I don't or even know. You- you can go one step further into those like baby Bjorns where you're carrying him in a little pouch, right? Like just go full crazy cat lady. Oh Lord. I was crazy way before I had cats. <laughs> right? They just bring it out. They bring it out. They bring it out in full force. Absolutely. Speaking of crazy animals, my dog is like super jealous right now. I don't know Aww. what's happening with him. He literally won't stop like putting his chin on top of me and licking me. It's Aww. very cute. And then once you start patting Thanks. them, you can't stop. Yeah, I know. He's like my security blanket. So I get it, girl. I'm allergic to cats, but I love it. I love cats. I love dogs. I love it all. Oh my gosh. Well, we had this week, I mean, I, your dog's jealous. I was the epitome of jealousy personified. I mean, I wanted to be at BravoCon more than I've ever wanted anything. First ever BravoCon. Look, I'm sure it wasn't hassle-free, but it looked like everything you would dream BravoCon to be. We had a standoff between uh, Roni's Ramona and Vicky from the OC arguing, you know, whose franchise made it. And Andy gets made out with by Frederick from Million Dollar Listing. (laughs) Like It was just never ending. And I so badly wanted to be there. I have to say, I feel the same way. However, there was a part of me, like usually these things, especially in year one, do not go well. And I got to admit that I kind of thought it was going to be the fire festival and be a colossal mess. <laughs> and I got to say, like, everybody had the best time who went. So, and it seems like it delivered on every front. So go, bravo, go. That's great. It's really great. It lo- and yeah. I thought there might be like a handful of you know, B grade housewives there that haven't been on for ages, but this was everybody like top stars. Yeah. No yeah, Bethany, no, but what you can do. Even Jill Zarin showed up. I mean, hello. I mean, so what do you think? <laughs> Is this a rumor? Is Jill Zarin really coming back to New, New York? No, I have it on good authority. She'll no. be in it, but she's not, she's not coming back. I pretty, I mean, I can confirm that like 98%. Okay. I never want to say. A hundred percent, but, but, you know, pretty excellent authority that she will be in the season, but she's not a full-time housewife. Right, she's well, not even, a fr- she's not even official friend of, she's just, just kind of it. popping in like she did last yeah. season. Oh, you know, Jill, right. I mean, she'll come Can't to an opening. Of <laughs> yeah. It's like herpes. <laughs> oh my God. That's the other thing. My cat just got diagnosed with. <laughs> 
No, what is the number? Oh my so god. He's nine months old and he is about to get his teeth all removed and he's got herpes and look, it's a situation. What? It's I know. Does I he tell you. Cat get genital herpes or is it I do like, look girl, I herpes don't what? I don't know. They just told me my cat had herpes and um, apparently, like you can get it from your mum because he spent most of his life just in a shelter. Oh. Like he wasn't meeting, wasn't meeting any fancy gals about town. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I have to say because I feel like the audience might be like, "Why are you forcing this poor cat to stay alive?" He is the happiest little clam you've ever seen. He has no idea of his um, disabilities. He's <laughs> he's very able of body <laughs> and sound of oh mind. Oh my god, don't. But, like, you can't kiss him on the mouth just in case, right? You don't want to get cat herpes. Well, I probably already have it because we have a very close relationship. Not in a weird (laughs) way like in Atlanta in the last couple weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I heard about the bestiality. Yuck. Let's just get into it. It's getting gross. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look. Things have taken a turn. <laughs> All right, so let's get into a little bit of OC. We had uh, Bron. The, I guess the main event of the episode was Bronwyn's weaning wiener party. I mean, is this a like? I'm I am childless, so is this a thing? <laughs> it is not a thing. Okay, First of all. Not. I've never actually met anyone with seven children. So like maybe she's entitled to one because that is a shit ton of breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. Um, But like people need to get over themselves. I'm sorry. It's like, where is the line? Like gender reveal parties are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And now we're having, I'm done with breastfeeding parties. Like, I'm sorry. Have we, like, I feel like we've reached the end of humanity. Like we're just done. Like we, it's just, we are, we are a step away from from hunger games. (laughs) Exactly. It's not okay. But having said that, Emily getting like basically screwed by one of the strippers and that side to side picture with Shane, like that was worth the entire party. It was epic. I loved every second of it. And thank you for that moment. Bravo. Yeah. I mean, this was, I love Emily, by the way. I just think she's fab, but she, um, she's definitely on the outs at the moment. And trying to weasel her way back in because, you know, Gina's been a little bit of a bitch and kind of kicked her to the side. But this party, this didn't was a- Tamara say, oh, sorry, didn't Tamara say a BravoCon that Emily doesn't fit in? I saw that headline somewhere. Oh, I She's missed not that. But I mean, I wouldn't, it's kind of like Barbara um, in, <laughs> what did we have, in Beverly Hills? Was it Beverly Hills? No, she, I love that you don't even know the bridge. Just- that's, that's how irrelevant Barbara was. On um, she was Jersey. Dark. I mean, New York. No, New York. <laughs> no, no. You'll get it eventually. That's it was hilarious. Oh my hilarious. god! But that is that is the Barbara. I mean, look, Emily's yeah. going to make it to another season. I'm. I doubt that Barbara will. But um, no, yeah. Barbara's not coming back. But Emily's got Shane, and I'm, Shane is her exactly. insurance policy. And Shane will never pass the bar, oh. and that will be the gift that keeps on giving. Because I mean, how many times can a man, but can a person? fail the fucking bar exam get it together buddy well i um got a dm this week from one of my listeners <laughs> saying that 
you know, they had also failed the bar, but hire a freaking tutor. She's like, you can hire a tutor for this amount of money that guarantees a pass. And I'm like, have yeah, these like people- buy it. Do like the side door, like Laurie McLaughlin, Laurie Laughlin, and and <laughs> at this point, buy yourself a pass. It's three times. I mean, no, my four now. Said, my four. A lawyer. He tried again. He, my God, it's four. Yeah, he tried. It. Well, that's the thing. He's not waiting enough in between. Like, take a study <laughs> break. Or right, how about this? Here, here's here's an idea. Uh, go into insurance. Do something else. Like, mm-hmm. stop trying to make law happen you are not it's meant not to be happen. it's not you're done like just stop it <laughs> and clearly you don't need to be a lawyer you have money so you still can be like play video games and like god knows what he's doing but it's uh, not like, that he just wants to win because everyone like his wife's a lawyer everyone's around him is has passed so he wants to you know he wants to win That's- gonna help him make that dick grow any bigger i mean he's just <laughs> i'm sorry he's so disgusting you can edit that out but like i'm sorry you're five foot one and like your napoleon complex like passing the bar is not gonna fix it i know he's the worst i'm sorry i feel like i can say that because he is he's the horrible worst. he's he truly is horrible i just i can't stand him and i and and neither can emily but she's kind of <laughs> no, stuck she like she's like basically admitted it she's come as close she's as one totally can come. Admitted it. Yeah, yeah. she's totally admitted it and you know what i get it like I, I i'm not saying it would be my choice but like when you have three kids and by the yeah. way like then don't have three kids but whatever <laughs> don't you know, have seven <laughs> yeah, exactly and then someone that's gonna be way more of an asshole once you're broken up and being together mm-hmm. like she's basically smart woman who's done the math and she's like it's going to be, for whatever reason, it's going to be worth it for me to stick it out for the next 15 years. Mm. Then if we divorce, he's going to be way more difficult. I'm going to have a way worse life if we split up. So, you know, she's did the calculations and it sucks for her because it's going to be a long time to wait this out. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm not judging her for it. Like I'm judging her for getting engaged over like Gchat. Oh my God. Like, you you know, and like not ever like kissing the guy, you know what I mean? Like that I judge her for. But once she's in it with the kids, like, all right, hang in there and just like get a boyfriend on the side or something. Clearly, exactly. she wants one. And he's clearly, you know, if he isn't passing the bar and yet he's taking time out to play in a hotel room for <laughs> weeks on end without <laughs> contacting her or his children, I mean, I'm pretty sure he That's also has so a boyfriend on the side. So, you know. I feel, I feel like he is not even, I think he's so repressed I don't even know that he has the boyfriend on the side. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I would be not surprised at all, but I feel like he's extremely repressed. He's By the way, out. did you listen, did you happen to listen to my um, podcast with Alex Baskin from Evolution? No. So Alex Baskin's company, he's the president of Evolution. They produce um, Housewives of OC and Housewives of Beverly Hills okay. and Batch and the Vanderpump Rules. I asked him point blank about Shane. It was kind of like, ask me anything. Oh, my God. Um, And then I took, like, listeners' questions. So I asked him about Shane. I was like, was he actually taking the bar? Because the rumor was, like, he wasn't even taking the bar. He was just trying to get away from filming. Yeah. And he's like, no, totally took the bar, and he didn't mind filming. And by the way, here's the bombshell. Completely fine with the way he's depicted on the show. Like, has, like, willingly does the interviews, He's never complained. (laughs) I know. Like, this is not like he got a bad edit. Like, everything is exactly as you see it. But that's like textbook narcissism to me then because, like, narcissists don't care that they come across like assholes. They just, like, they they own who they are and they're like, yeah, take it or leave it. See if I care. 
Yeah. Oh, Shane. Yeah, I, he's yeah, one of the yeah. worst house husbands we have ever <laughs> seen. And Gina's husband yeah. is, you know, apparently like sleeping with this other woman, wants to try and get her back, is also a, a woman beater. And yet Shane, Shane just, gr- he's for me, well, we he's can't more like because we- emotionally I'm abusive. Sorry. Right. No visible bruises, I call it. And the yeah, thing about yeah. Matt, Aaron Martin made the point, shout out to Aaron, um, this week, that the thing about Matt is we've never met him. Mm. So we're very scared of him and we think he's horrible, but we're not emotionally connected. Like we haven't had to see that little twerp, that little dork, <laughs> like Shane with Matt. Like Matt, I'll just say, I said it on Aaron's podcast, I'll say it. Um, actually, I'm, Aaron had Aaron on my podcast. I'm so sorry. It's been a long week. Um, it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know my name. I said it now. I'll say it again. Matt terrifies me. I've done a lot of stuff and uh, on the domestic abuse front for some shows that I'm working on and coercive control. He is a textbook and she says things. There's something called leakage where like things leak out that you don't mean to say. And Mm. she's like, I'm afraid of him. I mean, I'm not afraid of him. Like she'll catch herself. Now that we know that he was physically abusive, like, I'm actually really scared for Gina and to to paint that whole stalking thing of her coming into him coming into her house as kind of a romantic <sighs> gesture that made me so sick. Yeah, and I, oh, I said it to Alex Baskin too. Like, this is not okay. Like someone needs to step in and like, make sure this doesn't turn into a lifetime movie because I'm very scared of that whole situation. Seriously, It's like that series you that came out, I guess last yes. year where it's all about so this good. stalker and, it yep, kind of is yep. really portrayed in a very romantic way, but he is a peeping mm. Tom and he's a stalker and it's cre- it's creepy as fuck. And that's exactly what came to my mind when I heard about Matt sneaking in in the middle of the night. Like, that's not okay. Just because you were somebody's husband, once you've been kicked out for infidelity, boy, bye. She gets to decide when you're coming and going. Yeah, oh, no shit. Seriously. It was really... Not a good, but I have, having said all of that, she still annoys the shit out of me. I'm sorry. Oh, of course. She's unbearable. <laughs> She's unbearable. Like, stop it. Just stop with the accent. And I, I've said this before, like, there's a certain thing that she does, the Kardashian does, that drives me crazy. And it's the overemphasis of the R's when she talks. Uh, oh, crazy. Really? Oh, God. Now that I've said it, you're going to look at it and it's going to make you insane too so she's like really like that over like she kind of takes a a charge up like a running a running jump into the r (laughs) exactly oh my god it makes me crazy oh god i'm gonna be yeah that's gonna drive me mental now yeah and her hair her horrible fashion like Oh, yeah. she makes me mental. Look, the mental. look is not working for her this season. No. I mean, last season I couldn't take my eyes off her. She looks so beautiful. But, um, yeah, she's obviously she's in the middle eight, of a crisis. Yeah. And <laughs> but it's, it's yeah, and it's rough. Um, but, you know, we all it's go rough. through some really. things <laughs> and can't always be looking our best. But, yeah, I mean, look, I pretty much – dislike everyone on this cast and yet I I like I love this show I mean I know a lot of people aren't really feeling OC. no I'm with you I can't I'm get enough it. to be honest They're yeah just... and I feel like I was not feeling it the last few seasons and I I feel that because it's become so dark I'm liking it and that's not a great <laughs> thing to say about myself but like so the true. darker it gets the more hooked I get like I'm just like 
waiting for all the darkness. Maybe. It's really not a I'm pretty thing that I'm kind of with me. you on that. And like we were talking before I started recording about um, how we kind of are a little bored with uh, Atlanta because it kind of cruises along. And I think that might be the difference. Atlanta is like everyone's happy, kind of. Everyone's got their new babies. <laughs> like it seems like so everyone's... Many babies. Too many babies, but everyone's kind of in an, an okay place. At least last season, everyone was pretty happy, you know. And this, that, that when people are in a good place, that doesn't make for entertaining TV necessarily. I like, I'm with you. I, I like the darkness. I like. That's why Beverly Hills is not working mm. anymore. No. There is no darkness. It's all like, let's not bring that up. Let's all have each other's back. You know what? It's all about having a good time. Mm. No. It's no. fun when you have a good time and then it ends in a horrible <laughs> fight and disaster like Erica in Hong Kong. You don't know what I go through. You don't you know, know what I think about at night. And then like Rena telling Doree people doing coke in the bathroom. Like that's, that's what beautiful. we want to see people. We don't want to see fun and games. No, no, no. Unless yeah, it ends in a shit show. Absolutely. So that's repressed emotion i want to see that i love when there's like every everyone's pretending everything's happy and fine but deep beneath the surface it's brewing and then the explosion comes i am so good with that <laughs> yeah well that's why shannon that's why oh, shannon. to your point like Shan happy shannon is not fooling anyone mm -hmm. like we know you're still miserable and that's why we're here it's okay it's so, okay we I'm know you're shannon. always gonna be miserable what yeah. is going like this whole that she might not get any money from the divorce with David? I don't really understand that because I thought she said that after you, um, if you've earned money after you get married, then she is not entitled to that. Hello, doggy. But I, I thought that anything earned after the marriage, you were entitled to split. I, I didn't understand so, that at all. I don't know a ton, but I do know in California. Whichever spouse is making more money has to pay the other. Like, right. do you know what I mean? So I Alan think Mooney that, yeah, exactly. So I think they were basing support. I honestly, I don't want to speak on this in a, on, on any authority. All I know is David Bedore is a dick and he can take <laughs> that dick and take it off the internet because nobody wants to see any part of him. And we've and all seen like, too much in the last week. We've all seen way too much. I'm just sickened by it. And by the way, like, I'm not saying Shannon's like the hero of the century. And, oh God. you know, I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not like you saying, you know, putting her on pedestal, but he is truly horrible. So, you know, and she does, I'm sure, do the lion's share of raising those three girls. She's done it throughout their marriage. So, like, no matter what, do it for your kids. Like, don't be an asshole. Exactly. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah, he is, he's like kind of in his love bubble and doesn't give a shit about anyone else. He's a narcissist. And so is she, yeah. by the way. I mean, like, so is everyone <laughs> on all of these shows. <laughs> Let's be honest, you're not a housewife unless you're a narcissist. It's I true. mean, it's <laughs> just varying degrees of narcissism. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. But this party Bronwyn had, I mean, it was truly like a bachelorette party. I um, can't remember who said that. So one of the housewives said that it was more oh, like a bachelorette. Like it was. The, the shirtless waiters, strippers. Uh, this was like full-on girls gone wild shit. Yeah, but also like what was Vicky clutching her pearls? Like isn't oh, Vicky? She used to be like the one like having sex with the strippers. Now she's like, oh, I got to <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to 
Like, fuck off, Vicky. That's what she does when she is in a relationship and, as we see next week, engaged. She just becomes, like, this massive prude instantly, whereas she has been, like, you know, if she's single, she is full on, like, woo, whip it up, you know, girls gone wild. But, yeah, you're right. As soon as she is in a relationship, she's you know, super grace and demure and, oh gosh, no, we can't be having strippers at a party. And it's all very, (laughs) it's it's just very ridiculous. I know, it's irritating. I'm like, stop it. But yeah, that party was insane. The only other thing I need to mention was that scene with Bronwyn and her husband laughing hysterically at like these inscriptions on tea towels is just so... (laughs) <laughs> it's just so how I picture their relationship. <laughs> so what do you make of them? Like I am trying to get to the bottom okay. of their relationship. Please tell me how to feel so about it and what I it is. I don't know how I feel, but I there's this sketch and I don't know if you guys will get this in America, but it's um a British show called The Catherine Tate Show. It's a sketch okay. show. And she has these this couple. She does this couple. So there's a guy and a girl. And she they talk they have like this scene where um she comes home from work every day and is like oh my god you won't believe what happened to me today <laughs> and it's always like the most mundane story and they think like together they think it's hysterical like she's like i accidentally put skim milk in my coffee instead of full cream ah! and he's like you're crazy and it just kind of shit like that that goes on and That's on awesome. and they laugh and laugh and they are having the time of their lives. And that is what I see when I look at these two together. I think they are so dumb, and yeah. <laughs> but they just wow. enjoy this stupid shit. So I'm kind of happy for them in that regard because I think Bronwyn is very mentally unstable. Oh, so that poor woman with that happy. mother. I don't know. It's yeah, but it's so bizarre. Like she's gay. She's basically admitted that she's gay, and like he's well. I mean, you decide. So yeah. like, why are they having seven <laughs> children? Like I just, I guess I've never met anybody like them, yeah. and I just, I have no reference point for like a couple like this. Like they make no sense to me. Like I don't. I, I get what you're saying. Like you can have that shallowness, but that kind of only exists for so long. Like you still are like yeah. going to have to go to funerals together and like going to have to deal with shit. You know, you have seven kids, like stuff's going to come up, you know, like it's just bizarre. I don't know. I have I'm, no take on it. I don't understand it. It's very strange to me. I know I'm kind of with you. And that's why my only point of reference is, <laughs> is, is a sketch show. <laughs> I get it. Listen, it's not a bad one. It's not a bad one. But I am genuinely worried about Bronwyn for when, you know, they become empty nesters because that is a nervous breakdown in the making. It is. But she's going to be like, it's the 20 years from now. I mean, at this rate, you know, she doesn't have to worry about that until she's like 60. It's crazy. They're crazy. I don't understand breeding that much. Like, I'm sorry. I know I'm being judgy, but like, I'm sorry. That's too many kids. Just stop it. Stop it. We have enough people in the world. Exactly. Like I, I don't really understand breeding full stop. So <laughs> the, the situation <laughs> is flabbergasting to me, but you know, I guess. It's disturbing. It, it's upsetting. <laughs> it is. It's let's, very upsetting. Uh, let's get into another upsetting situation, which is <laughs> Dallas and the oh, babes God. head to Thailand. 
So this episode redeemed it. I was off. Like, I was almost about to not continue watching okay. Dallas after last week. I was like, you know what? I love you, Dallas, but you have jumped the shark. Mm. It's now officially boring. I'm over Leanne. I can't take it anymore. I don't care about anyone's storyline. And then they rolled me in a little bit with this week. I have to say, they, they definitely bounced back. I'm back in. Yeah. I, I, I went with the Mexican stuff. I'm like, uh-oh, it's getting dark. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. So, and uh, and there was and I laughed a lot. Like, there were a lot of funny parts. And the editors, the editors have to do so much heavy lifting because it's not good this season. So they're really earning their keep and they're making me laugh with, you know, just trying to make mountain, like mountains out of mohawk. Yeah. Um, but I thought, I'm like, okay, Thailand is promising. I'm, I'm into Thailand. I, I like where it's going. How did you feel? I, yeah, I really enjoyed this. And it kind of confirmed a weird feeling I had about Carrie since the start. Because Ooh. I did like her, but I was like, oh, I just, I don't, I liked her for the show, but I didn't feel like I liked her. And I kind of felt like I should like her because she hasn't technically done anything wrong. And then she (laughs) brought it. The mean girl came out. She was shady as fuck. I was excited to finally have that confirmed that I was like, okay, that's where I was feeling that little bit. Like Leanne, okay, she definitely brings it on upon herself. She is no saint. But <laughs> Carrie definitely um, showed her true colors this episode as well with that yeah, whole Carrie's dress. Yeah, Carrie's a bitch. She's a bitch. Yeah. And even you could tell, even Deandra just wasn't taking it as far. Like, you could tell the mm. difference between, like, Deandra can be a bitch, just like we all can, but Carrie just is a bitch. And that was so clear. Like, And also I feel like Carrie's like, if I'm going to stay on... Oh, sorry, I'm not going to do her accent. I'm going to start <laughs> getting accused of being racist. <laughs> I, I, I just like to imitate people, period. I but, love it. But basically... Carrie's like, I, I feel like she's like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be the one, like, I need to stay relevant. I need to be like, they mm. need to, you know, I need to perform. Yeah. Totally. I don't feel, I don't feel like it's genuine. I don't, by the way, care about her storyline. And I feel like she's purposely trying to stir shit up in a way. I know that is the job. I get it. I know how it works, but it feels too thirsty because it's first season. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not smart. Like it's not, it's not happening like Brandy did it really well without you kind of realizing it. She was like the sniper from the side a little mm-hmm. bit to quote Erica Jane. But I just feel like Carrie is like, I need to be that person and I'm going to do it. And I don't know. It's, it's something about her just rubs me the wrong way. And by the way, I agree with you. Leanne is impossible. And, and I can't really stand her anymore, but Carrie's just, I don't know. There's something that really, really, offensive about her well, beyond the race like um I'm sorry well, <laughs> I'm I, th- I think like with leanne she is reactive you know and she's yeah. extremely Very. sensitive and she has a trigger around every corner it's almost impossible yes. to not offend her but with carrie it's more like you say the sniper comment it's more like uh she's more calculated in being just mean and, and picking yep. at things like, yes, it would annoy me too. If, you know, someone was like, take your hat off, take your hat off every time I went into a room, but she didn't say it in a mean way. She wasn't like, get your hat off, you idiot. Like, she was right, just kind of right. reminding her, you know? And I was like, oh, she's really just looking for something to be, to, to let it blow like let the let it all erupt, you know, in um Leanne's face. And I I kind of disagree. I think Deandra was very shady in this as well, and I think she 100% knew what she was doing. I thought it was hilarious when she came to the table and 
Cameron and Stephanie, the sweetest, most naive girls on the cast, were like, oh, how sweet. You're like trying to support her. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) We all know why she's wearing that ridiculous dress without the cape hanging off the back, but the strange arms. I can't believe that that dress is like, was ever made. It's so right? bad. It's just it's so, so bad. bad. Like it's all like so confusing. Like it, they purposely it like, made it too long for people <laughs> so they can take it up. The waist was like falling. That skirt was falling off. Like it was horrible. It was really, yeah. I was embarrassed for Leanne. I was too. I was. It looks like something you would find on Wish, like face ad, Facebook advertising. <laughs> but you could not help but feel like I have to say, as much as Leanne is driving me nuts this season, I really don't like her that much. Seeing her face, like realize oh. that it was like the was on her that was painful that was Pain- so sad yeah i would be in no tears. one deserves that no one deserves that and even brandy who exactly. can be a mean girl was like what the fuck are you doing yeah. stop it i was Let's glad go she stepped up and, and going yeah me too i think brandy recognizes that stuff because she would have been bullied a lot as well when she was younger especially like feeling like she um in her own words was white trash and <laughs> so she can recognize when someone's being bullied whereas Stephanie perhaps wouldn't and I just think like yeah I felt so that's not really that's not fair of you to say (laughs) that's my Stephanie (laughs) it's really good oh my god thank you have you ever do you ever listen to Amy Phillips show on Sirius oh no you don't get Sirius no but I oh you do I, I, I can get like some certain episodes online Oh, cool. Well, she and I do um, Stephanie and Brandy, and it's so funny. Like, I'm a mouse. No, you're a mouse. It's just, like, so (laughs) silly and ridiculous, but it's so much fun to do their silly voices. Oh, my God. That's too good. Brandy's voice changes as well. Like, she'll either be like this, they'll be, like, really sweet with kind of a little bit of a lisp, but sound like she has a cold. (laughs) Or then she goes, like, full, like, rage. (laughs) Right, right. She can actually sound normal, whereas, like, Stephanie's in her, she's in her upper register all the time. Stephanie's but I Stephanie. love. How can you not love Stephanie? Like you, I'm sorry, it's no, impossible. I do. I do love her. Not to love Stephanie, right? Like she's too damn likable. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where it's kind of annoying. Right, but I also <laughs> feel like it's nice. It's it feels good to like somebody yeah. because I dislike everybody on every franchise. So when I do, I think like there's one on every franchise that you can latch onto as like. I can't think of anyone in Beverly Hills off the top of my head, but I feel like in OC, yeah. it's Emily. In Jersey, it's Dolores. In Dallas, it's Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in Beverly Hills, I, I can't, I honestly can't mm-hmm. think of anyone that I like. Well, that's oh, because like, this last think, season was so memorable. So, it used to be Eileen. Eileen was Ew. the bomb. <laughs> I, I hate it so much. I had, like, a visceral, visceral reaction just then. Gross. Yeah, that's about Lydia and the OC like nobody I hate anybody more than her she is the way I feel about Lydia is the way I feel about Dr. Deb like I they trigger me so much because they're so horrendous as human beings yeah but I can't you don't like Eileen that's an unpopular opinion you know it's similar to me not liking candy in Atlanta everyone loves candy it's just because I find both of them I find them both the most um boring people on the face right. of the earth and I don't have room for boring Classic on my TV. I know, but Eileen has some class, like, I don't know. I feel like she had some classic moments. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I keep That's watching what I mean. the like, ASMR version of that <laughs> argument. <laughs> exactly. Like she did. Come on, you got to give her that. She Beast. did have a few moments. <laughs> Get it in my voice, kid. Yeah, has a like, voice uh, to do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sorry, Vinny. Like Vinny, like peeping in the garage window. Like there's some good. Vinny. <laughs> Vinny's oh. the best, the poker player. So funny. Oh my god. Anyway, sorry. So we digress. We Are digress. We on Jersey? Yeah. Oh, no, we're on Dallas. Okay, sorry. We. Yeah, I, that's pretty much my most of my comments. Where do you think Dallas. it's going? Like, what do you? What is the rest of the season going to bring? I have no idea. I'm just terrified for Brandy's well-being because I know she's going to take on this next baby and she's going to find out. Wait, nine she months is? Do you know that? I don't know officially. I just, I'm pretty sure she will because she said she she very likely would if it had the same baby daddy as Bruin, which uh, it it has been confirmed that this baby does have the same baby daddy. Right, so they're all siblings. But wait a minute. I just assumed that she didn't take it on because um, we would have heard about it in the press. Or do you think they're keeping oh, it really true. under wraps? I see. I keep just thinking I'm in real time. <laughs> getting confused. Yeah. No, this was like already, you know, filmed probably eight, like six or seven months ago. So, baby, so I feel baby's, like we would know. I, I, honestly, you I don't know. can't bash a baby, okay? Don't bash a baby. <laughs> 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 I can't believe you didn't tell me about your baby. Uh, You're bashing your baby. Cameron, what a strange <laughs> egg. Well, I, She is so I mean, strange. She's so odd. Right? And t- the, her with that face mask on the Xanax <laughs> in the plane. It that just, was hilarious. That was that just was beautiful. I really <laughs> like her. She's growing on me. She's so odd. And her voice she's is just so like, it's, her voice is unreal. But I, I just... I just think she's hilarious and i love her relationship she's hilarious it's weird i don't get it like why is she so invested in leanne why is she married to court still oh my god she could i literally think of like he she's a ventriloquist and he's like the dummy sitting on her lap like i'm sorry (laughs) he's half her size she's a giraffe I know, and he's just like you can see that he's trained his children not to respect her. Not that she hasn't played a part in that. It's, it's all just very strange. But you know what? She is casting gold. You're right because there is mm-hmm. she's really unique. There is nobody like her. She's such a bizarre person. Like sometimes I can't even believe that she is a person. Could you actually picture yourself like having a glass of wine with her? I can't. Picture, like I could, I could picture myself pretty much going out with any of these ladies for an hour. But I don't know what she and I would talk. Like I can't actually picture having best one. See, this is the thing. I have met one person that I would probably think it, that she reminds me of in my real life, and really, it it and you think that this is all an act, and it very well could be, but it's never cracked. Like I've never seen the other it's side. Like, oh, that way. Wow. And it is very bizarre to be around. Cause you sort of think like at one point I've like the person I'm thinking about in my life, I developed a friendship with kind of hoping at one stage, you know, I'll like, we'll get really drunk and I'll break through and see the true colors just cause I was as intrigued by this person as I am by Cameron. And never, never once did I see a shift like a breaking down and crying and revealing the true self or getting drunk and coming out with it. Like that is who I believe Cameron is, which is wow. so strange. 
It's strange. It's creepy. It's a little creepy, but right. I always like <laughs> she's a bot, hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like once the makeup comes off, and like is she ever in sweatpants and just like a t-shirt with no bra with court, just like hey court, get me some water. Like, is yeah. there ever a moment it's not like an? You know what I mean? I I don't know. I feel like you're right. Court. I feel like the mask the mask literally never comes off. I love that she speaks like this. Like uh, she's really struggling to think of the next word <laughs> she has the funniest <laughs> lines though last night she had a couple zingers that i was dying when she was like i look in the i'm in the future and i look good like that good. i just wasn't expecting it like she yeah. does come up with crazies. yeah yeah she does like she's i, I that's that's when she surprises me like when she does silly pranks like putting flour yeah. in the hairdryer or actually peeing in an, a bush like these are things that we would not expect of Cameron and so she does like keep surprising us and I think that's why I find her interesting because she comes across as very proper but then she is just kind of a normal gal as well I don't know right it's interesting to She's me very she is likable I mean listen the funniest part this cast is funny because they're mostly like not mental giants let's just say yeah. and so yeah <laughs> Stephanie going, I think it was Stephanie going gracias in Thailand. Oh, yeah. I almost died. I died. I was like, you know what? I love it. First of all, like, sadly, it's something I could see myself doing totally. because I'm like always confused. But I would like to think I'm a little smarter than them. But like their sheer stupidity sometimes is endearing. And they just and they acknowledge their stupidity and start laughing. That, with, right, like, right. Which, which I enjoy. And it makes you, you know, like forgive them i guess a little yes, bit more yeah it's like it's not their fault they're just stupid you're just stupid you can't help it oh lord hilarious hilarious Let's breeze into new jersey where a few other yes. live <laughs> oh my god again not mental giants over there not mental giants oh my. but you know yeah. i am not one to judge because no what could i do with my life <laughs> Look, I was just going to say, look what we're spending our time on. Who the hell are we? Are we curing cancer? No, we're not. No, no. <laughs> oh, my having... gosh. This episode, it was Melissa's I'm... 40th. Yeah. And look. Right. If that's what 40 looks like, sign me up. Oh I mean, Listen, she's Listen, Melissa gorgeous. has had some of the best work on this planet. Mm -hmm. Like, her metamorph, like, when you do that Google dive of, like, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. It's a different person. Like, yeah. she, first of all, her body's banging. She has the best nose job maybe multiple nose jobs mm -hmm. i've ever seen like everything she's doing is working. working she looks fantastic i love it all go melissa go and it's so subtle that you wouldn't even yeah like you yes. say you have to you you would question it if you watched from the start to where we are now and you didn't ever go back and they did a flashback because i was thinking Ooh. that watching this episode i'm like oh my god she looks so great what kind of work she had done but it's so not obvious and then i um they did a flashback of her what was her song called? She played it at her party. Oh, on display. <laughs> on display. On display. <laughs> and that was 10 years ago. And you're right. Was it? She, apparently oh, it was. Shit. She looked like a totally wow. different person. And yeah. like I remember thinking how stunning she was then. And she's right, just and like like she like she was saying, she's just aged into herself. She's happy. She's confident. She puts her foot down What's in her relationship. I like her as a person. I don't love her for the show. But I agree. Like, like last season she started, she was saying about Jennifer brings out like the 
the um the jersey, the the jersey. jersey girl in her and um yeah. yeah like that i that is exciting to me and i think <laughs> if we get more of that kind of melissa i'll enjoy yes. her more no i agree listen and speaking of jennifer listen i'm not saying <laughs> jennifer's like She's not. She's a genuinely horrible person, but she's God, really good for the show. They so did a good. She's a good addition. She's so a she's good. a good housewife. She is. Again, five five children, four or five. Like that's just <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> up in your grill all the time. So many people, oh, and that okay. husband is awful. But like again, great advertisement for like I will mm-hmm. fly to New Jersey and get liposuction from him if oh. I can look. Like Absolutely. her afterwards, He's, I'm telling you, like best best advertisement for his practice is her. Gotta suck so, that back fat out. Suck it all out. I'll suck it all out. Suck it. But out. listen, she's she's horrible, but she is bringing it. Like I have to say, good addition to the mm-hmm. show. She is, you know, she's bringing it, and I'm liking it. I can't really say the same about Jackie. Not a huge fan. Don't think she's. Great. That's because she's on the outs, I think. Like, I think she was really great last season because she did go about up against Teresa. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that is her downfall because she's not going to be able to weasel her way back into the group now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But look, I mean, them making Teresa the central, I mean, I guess they always have, but especially Mm. this season, it's smart. Like, that's what we're interested in. She's got so much going on. Oh, yeah. And you know, ultimately, we want to see the train wreck with her and Joe and those adorable children. Like, it's it's a good, she's a good housewife. Say what you yes. will. She's a housewife. She is a start. Like, she's she's an OG. I mean, she just is. She's the OG. And I found her hilariously hypocritical this week, which is no surprise for Teresa. But she was coming out and annoyed about... um upset that Margaret had called Danielle a prostitute. I mean... I, I was- we just cue the clip. Thank you. I mean, literally, are you on? That's what's so great about Teresa. The fact that she said that and didn't realize that she was saying literally the most ironic, oh, hilarious, sh- critical thing ever is why we, she's so good. She has she, zero self-awareness. So stupid. Mm-hmm. Like it was perfect. Absolutely. You can't call Earnestly. Like there was not, she, it, it, and nobody called her out on it. Cause they're just like, how, how are you not seeing <laughs> This. I know it's hilarious. And is it Margaret? Margaret's great. I love Margaret her. is like Obsessed. straight from the hip. Tell it like it is. You fuck married men. You're a prostitute. Like does not care. Doesn't even put down her food to, to go up. Like, she's just. <laughs> she is fantastic. I freaking love her. I, I think she's a brilliant. She's like the Dorinda of New Jersey. Yes, kind of like that voice of reason, but still gets into it. Still, gets oh yeah. Into it. I don't know how yeah. people do that. I would be in there messy and never be able to get out like i would probably be like a jennifer either like right in the muck and not being able to get out of my own way or i will have gone in way too hard at the start and been jackie and then like just been like oh my hey guys like outside could i come on (laughs) i'm with you i totally think i'd be the jackie in this situation i have to say it takes a strong confident woman and i think you're right i think jorinda and marge are both Mm -hmm. very very at ease with who they are exactly. in the world. Know like who they are. They're not, yeah, they're not insecure. They're not trying to be someone they're not. Like, I think you have to, 
you know, it's, it's a rare bird, but like, that's what keeps their stamina of just like getting in, they fight, they go 10 rounds. They're like, okay, coach, put me back in. Yeah. Like they are ready. They're ready for at all times. And, think- and that makes a great housewife too. Absolutely. And I think that's the big difference between most of the house, like most housewives are narcissistic, but extremely insecure. Whereas these women, like the Marges of the world, the Dorindas, they completely know and accept who they are and love themselves. And so they should. They're fabulous, which is why they can keep standing strong despite you know, the OGs like Teresa trying to bring her down. I think it's like, it's, I mean, that's, she's got some strong foundations built under that, under those pigtails. Yeah, totally. And it's New Jersey. I'm, I'm in like, I, I, I'm Mm -hmm. liking the momentum. I like that. I, I, I'm a hundred percent in, I feel like we're not going to be disappointed. Like we're already, we're going good. We're going to stay strong. I feel really good about this season. Me too. Finally, um, I just it surprised me when Nono Judice Judice. Um, <laughs> I love Nono. He is just legendary. But um, he he I don't know if you knew this, but he said that he apparently told Joe six times to become a citizen to go get get it done. I uh. had just assumed that Joe didn't realize because he'd been brought over as a baby and whatever. He just assumed his parents had done it and blah, blah, blah. If he knew for what, 50 yeah. years and he didn't do it, I'm sorry, but that's yeah. on him. Like I hate that no, I people totally are suffering agree. in ice, but he had enough opportunities, you know, to yeah. get the I think he started. thought, yeah, he didn't take it seriously. He just assumed it would be fine. He always thought of himself as an American yeah. and he's stupid. It's like a combination of like cockiness and stupidity, frankly. Yeah. Thought he was and, above the law. Uh, yeah, totally. I mean, you know, this is a common theme we're having in America right now. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I don't pity him for a second. I feel horrible that he's not with his girls, obviously, but I feel none like it's all his fault. 100% I did his until fault. I learned that, and then I was like, oh no, you're just like you were just yeah, lazy, just, like yeah, yeah. And then just again, cocky. Like it's yeah. that the same cockiness that would break the law by like taking out fake loans and all that shit. Like I have no patience for that kind of crap. Like no. things happen to people and you can have sympathy, but you know, and the way he spoke to his mistress about Teresa with the bitch, like she's, he's horrible. Yeah. And him trying to like make a comeback just because he's like, listen, I love that he loves his girls and I'm glad he has a good relationship with them, but it doesn't make him a good person. He's still a shithead. Exactly. I completely agree. I think that's a really nice way to end the podcast that Joe is a shithead and I think we can all relate. <laughs> and also, by the way, a shithead and a dumbass because who the hell wears an orange jumpsuit, an orange blazer did they for your both? interview post jail? Like both how, I know. Like what? It's hilarious that they didn't realize the lack, again, the lack of self-awareness is just hilarious. <laughs> Like maybe like somebody suggested only orange outfits because like the the backstage crew thought it'd be hilarious. I don't know. Right, but they were like punky. On. They were punky them. Yeah. it was kind of like the Deandra dress, but they weren't in on it. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Oh lord. Uh, oh my so gosh, Aliza, it's so good to finally have you on the show and talk shit with Yay. you. I can't wait to return return it. Oh my God. I would love. You're going to have to be on mine. Yeah, we're going to have to love to. That'd be so much fun. Your show is Reality of Reality. Is that the Insta handle? 
Is that where we can find you? So I've changed. No, I've changed it. Okay. So I've streamlined because I had like ten Instagram accounts. Okay. So I am Re- Reality Eliza A L I Z A Reality Eliza on Insta. Um, on Facebook as me, and I also have a Facebook group. Rea- I mean, a page Reality of Reality with Eliza Rosen. I'm on Twitter, Reality of Real, and you can subscribe to Reality of Reality on iTunes. I'm also on the Taste of Reality Network. Um, and you can listen on your computers to the pod. And I have merchandise now, which is super Woo-hoo! exciting. If you want a mug or a sticker. <laughs> so whatever Amazing. it is. I'm so grateful, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me on your po- amazing pod. Hilarious and amazing podcast. You're so funny. Oh, my gosh. It's been such a pleasure. Just before you go, tell us a little bit about your new film that you directed, Latter-day Jew. I will. Sorry, I was interrupting, but those are the kind of words I go. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> Love that. Thank you for mentioning Latter Day Jew. So I directed and produced a documentary film this year called Latter Day Jew about a gay comedian who grew up Mormon, got cancer, converted to Judaism, and the film follows him on his road to become a bar mitzvah boy at age 34. Wow. It's funny. It's also poignant. Um, We've been having amazing success on the film festival circuit the last few months. I just got back from kind of like a whirlwind tour um, and it's still going. So if you check latterdayjew.com, we have a tab for screening so you can find out if it's coming to a a place near you, a city near you. And uh, hopefully um, the beginning of the year, we're going to take it out and sell it. So hopefully you'll be able to see it soon on like Netflix or Amazon or one of those places. And if obviously if you're interested in knowing more about it, you can email me through the website latterdayjew.com. And thank you for mentioning it. It's been really, really fun. Oh, my God. It sounds amazing. I've only seen the trailer so far, and it just looks so good. (laughs) So everyone should definitely check that out. And check Aliza Rosen out. Reality of Reality is her show. She's everywhere podcasts live, um, but definitely on the Taste of Reality Network. You've recently done a podcast with Erin Martin. Erin and I do, um, on her show, her, her show, Pink Shade, we cover Temptation Island together. So if you haven't jumped on board, season two of Temptation Island, it is wild. That is good. I have to do it. I need to retire. Like, I just so many damn shows I want to watch. Life is house- just watching TV right now. <laughs> so much time and I have a kid who gets in the way of I don't know how these women do it with Terrible. seven kids I could barely so annoying <laughs> I'm like do something so mama can watch her shows Jesus I gotta watch my stories <laughs> this was so much fun. thank you for having me Chris and I really appreciate it thank you so much for joining me 